You're listening to South Florida's Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Are you looking for inspiration? Would you like to develop or renew a relationship with God? Let us show you how. Tune in to the Focus on Jesus broadcast on Mondays and Fridays at 1 p.m. Right here on WCNO, the Good News Station. Remember to focus on Jesus. Jesus is Lord. Hello, this is Richard Steyer from All Florida Investigations and Security Services. Today, in the American Christian Church, we have come under increasing threats from those who want to do harm to our church and family. In the United States, we are guaranteed the right to worship our God and to gather in the name of Jesus. We must never shrink back from our God-given rights. However, it has become apparent in today's society the need for common sense security procedures for our places of worship. All Florida Investigations and Security Services will provide free security assessments for your worship location. We provide armed and unarmed security personnel, code red active shooter training, staff evaluations and screening, as well as security consulting for any location. We can be reached at 772-595-5335. That's 772-595-5335 or check us out on the web at securityinflorida.com. Thank you, and God bless. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hey, Billy, what you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now, and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Meyer's today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. Training us up in the way we should go. Consider a school where children learn to love, where learning is inspired, reading is an adventure, where pupils have time for creativity, math, and logic, where respect is modeled like please and thank you, where truth is taught along with history and literature, where innovation and leadership are fostered as college and careers are planned. That's the future of a Golden Rule Academy pupil. Learn more at goldenruleacademy.net. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. 
John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. When Jesus, when Jesus dealt with people, he spoke straight forward about everything. And people say to me, and say, well, you just can't call people's sins out. Yes, you can. Jesus called people's sins out all the time. And he loved them. You just can't call people's sins out and be mad at them about it. Because let me tell you something. Your father in heaven is not mad at you. He's not disappointed in you. If you got stuff going on in your life, he's not upset about it. He wants to fix it in you so you can find the purpose of your life and live it. Come on, help me. Amen. He called the woman in adultery. He spoke to her. He healed her. He said, don't sin anymore. He spoke to them about their traditions. Jesus was fearless. He had no problem ever pointing out sin in people's lives. He had no problem healing people with disease. He had no problem raising people up and restoring them to the place of a right standing with their father. Jesus had no problem with that. He was fearless. He was audacious. He wasn't concerned what anybody said about him or any box that anybody tried to put him in. And he was not worried about offending anybody. Can I help you? Don't be worried about offending anybody. Your responsibility is to love them. Just love people. Come on, just love people. This whole thing in the kingdom is about people. Come on. Give yourself away. Come on, give yourself away. We were just singing about it, amen? So he was, he was right on top of it when it came to dealing with people. He was right on top of it when it came to dealing with people's traditions. But listen, when he began to talk to them about the kingdom of God, he always went into code talking. He started speaking in ways they didn't quite understand him. They would say, Lord, tell us what the kingdom is all about. And he would say things like this. Well, it's like a farmer sowing seed, huh? What do you mean it's like a it's Some falls on good ground, some falls on thorny ground. Sometimes the bird comes, picks up, and flies off with it. The kingdom's like a net. What do you mean the kingdom's like a net? I'm just walking along. God's going to throw a net on me and hold me? Come on, he said, the kingdom is like a pearl of great price. The kingdom is like a treasure buried in a field. People say, why are you talking like that? We don't understand what you mean, what the kingdom of God is like. And they would be like, the kingdom is this and the kingdom is that. And he would begin to speak to the people in parables. The code talking. Come on, somebody shout, code talking. He said this, he said, and the reason why I'm talking to you in code and the reason why I'm talking to you in parables is because everybody's not supposed to know what it is I'm trying to teach you. Everybody's not going to get this unless the spirit, come on. Unless the spirit draws them, amen? Because he followed it up with this. Those that have ears, let them hear. Amen. Amen. Mm. See, I'm messing with somebody's theology. I know I can feel it. I'm feeling it. Somebody said, I found the Lord. You didn't find him. He wasn't lost. No, he found you. I chose to serve God. No, you didn't. God chose you. Matter of fact, I'm really going to stretch you right here. Nobody comes into the kingdom unless the Spirit of God draws them into the kingdom. Mm. Come on, amen. How I many know there's people that sit in church service all over this country this morning and somebody will leave and have the greatest experience in their life. They'll be met by the Holy Ghost. They'll have an outpouring that touches their life and it will change them. And then there's other people that'll be sitting here checking their cell phone, looking at their Facebook or watching YouTube video won't get nothing out of it. Come on. I see people putting phones away everywhere. 
Come on, how many of you know if you've got ten children and nine of them are fat and one of them skinny, it ain't the food? Come on. Somebody's not eating. Listen, I believe God wants to say something to us today. There's a spiritual, there's a spiritual awakening, a spiritual force that comes by the power of God when we begin to live the audacious life so that we do not stop at anything to acquire the purposes for which he has called us to live. It comes to people that want to be audacious. I wonder if I got anybody in here that wants to be audacious this morning. Mm. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 is our scripture text today. If you have your Bibles, turn there. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1. You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. The things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these, faith, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Somebody said, when I got saved, I didn't know it was going to be hard. Let me read that again. You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. And also if anyone competes in athletics, he's not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. The hardworking farmer must be first to partake of the crops. Consider what I say, and may the Lord give you understanding in all things. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you this morning for the ability to preach and teach. I thank you for your anointing in this house today. I thank you, God, that the yoke of bondage is shattered over people's lives. Lord, give me entrance into every heart, God, with truth that transforms, God. Lord, let revelation change us, cause us to live more in love with you, understanding our purpose. Lord, let us become audacious today in the most holy faith. Father, I declare that in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen and amen. You therefore, my son, be strong. Everybody say, be strong. Be strong. be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. I mean, when Paul talks about this, he's not talking about the saving grace of God here. He's not talking about the grace that it takes for salvation. He's talking about the enabling grace of God, the grace that enables us to live the audacious life that he's called us to. You know, salvation is a very simple thing in the lives of people that desire to know Christ. The Bible makes it very plain. If you believe in the name of Jesus, you can be saved. Amen? Mm -hmm. If you believe that he's risen from the dead, if you believe that the power of the cross washed away your sins and that his blood covered everything and washed it away, then you can have eternity in heaven. We believe that this morning, don't we? Amen? He says if you confess with your mouth, you can be saved. Pretty simple. If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you can be saved. There's another place in the Bible that I can take you to where it even says this. If you will call on the name of the Lord, you will be saved. That means anybody that stands up in the middle of their living room who's been through hell and high water just stands up and says, Lord Jesus, save me. They just entered into the kingdom. You say, how can that be? Because that's what the Bible says. Come on, amen. How many know some of us went to some churches that added a bunch of stuff to that? Mm? Come on, amen. You believe in your heart and confess in your mouth and you do these three other things, then you can be saved. If you act right, if you live right, if you don't go here or don't go there, if you say the right things or don't say the wrong things, come on somebody, uh, don't wear that, dress this way, don't go to those movies, then you can be saved. Can I just tell you that's not in your Bible? 
Come on, amen. And that is certainly not in the kingdom of God. I'm, I want to apologize for every church that did that to some of you because they were did that in error. That is not the word of God this morning, amen. Because the truth is, that is not kingdom of God, and that's not what God intended for your life this morning. God made a way for you through his blood, and it ain't his blood and something else. It's just his blood. Amen. We come to know him by grace and nothing else. He gave us grace and made a way for you to enter into the kingdom through the blood. How many of you know it's not the blood plus something else? It's not the blood plus your, your, the way you act. It's not the blood plus the way you dress. The blood is sufficient for you this morning. It's sufficient to wash your sins away. It's sufficient to make you the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. And when I believe on the blood and I confess his name, I am a believer don't matter whether you think I'm a believer or not. It don't matter if I got tattoos from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet, if I got 50 earrings in my face, or if I wear a gown from my shoulders down to my ankles. I've been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Do you believe that? Come on, give him praise. I mean, even though being saved and walking in freedom is not the same thing. Come on, amen. Because the kingdom of God has principles to it that we're to live by that bring freedom into our life. They bring freedom into every area of our life. They bring us emotional freedom. They bring us financial freedom. They bring us physical freedom. Come on, somebody. They bring us spiritual freedom. When we feel bound up in one area of our life, there's a principle in the kingdom that we will address that in our life so that we can walk in freedom. And we ain't bound by that thing anymore. And it's all about learning how to be a follower. Somebody shout, I'm a follower. Mm. Follower of Jesus Christ. <clears throat> I mean, it's like going on a cruise. I like to go on a cruise. How many like going on cruises? I like going on cruises. You go on a cruise, you ain't got to worry about nothing. Your food, your room, your entertainment, everything's all wrapped up on, in the cruise. Huh? But a lot of people get saved. It's like they go on the cruise ship and they just stay in their cabin for the six days they're on their cruise. And they never come out and recognize the benefit of being on the cruise. They miss all the fun, they miss all the entertainment, they miss all the food, all the sustenance, they miss all the information, they miss everything that they need to make their cruise enjoyable. Are they going to get to their destination? Yes. But they're going to be hiding out in a little cabin with no windows. Come on, is this helping anybody? Hmm? Listen to me. The kingdom of God is present. It's available to whosoever will. I wonder if I got any whosoever's in here. Come on, if you suck an air out of the atmosphere, then you are whosoever. Amen? Mm. But there are principles that are laid out before us to be able to operate in the kingdom of God. And those principles are used in our life to release what heaven has for us in our life so that we can live in the place of freedom that he's called us to. Come on, amen? They'll release favor on your life. They'll release breakthrough on your life. They'll release financial freedom over your life. And people walk in different areas in their life. Some people get a revelation on financial freedom and you see them be blessed all the time, but they struggle spiritually or they struggle emotionally because they didn't get freedom in that area of their life. They're not operating in the principles of the kingdom that bring freedom in that area of their life. Come on, amen. Paul says to Timothy, he says, I want to give you the secret to being audacious, Timothy. You're not going to be intimidated. You're not going to be afraid. You're not going to back up. You're going to stir up the gift of God that's on the inside of you and you're going to survive the difficult times that are facing you, not just in your home, but in the culture that you live in, in the world that you live in, in the circumstances that you find yourself in. You will live the audacious life. 
It's not going to do you in. You're going to be strong in the grace. Somebody shout grace. You're going to be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. That's the key to our survival this morning. we got to be strong in the grace that's been given in Christ Jesus. The enabling grace of God to know that he's provided everything for us in this kingdom. I mean, even when Paul went to Ephesus in in Acts chapter 19, Ephesus was, by this time, it was a metropolitan city. It was a place of commerce. He was going there to help the church. This is before he ever went to Rome and was held in jail. As he goes there, there was a lot going on because of its location. It It was a massive trading port in the world. So the church had begun to grow in numbers. By the time that we get to 2 Timothy, when Paul writes to Timothy in 2 Timothy, there's nearly, and this is what most scholars believe, anywhere from 25 to 35,000 people attending church at Timothy's church in Ephesus. So I thought mega churches were something from the 80s. No, 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 no. There's something from the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Don't be afraid of a mega church. Eh, I like it when it's small, Pastor. No, 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 no. Hmm. We'll go there a little bit later. Hmm? But Ephesus was a crossroads city. And when he went there, several things happened in the city that literally captured the folks in the city. He didn't win the city by passing out tracts. He didn't win the city by going around and doing prayer walks. I just bind up every demon in this town. In the name of Jesus. No weapon. Somebody walk up. What are you doing here? Nothing. I'm just praying. Please, if you're going to go on a prayer walk somebody, make sure you witness along the way. I, it, it confounds my mind that spiritual warfare people will get on a plane, fly over to the Middle East, and walk around in the street for two weeks praying and binding up devils and not talk to one living soul about Jesus. I don't get it. Don't help me somebody, Amen. He went there in the authority of God. He went there audaciously in the power of God. He cast out devils, healed the sick, preached the gospel. And, and, and there was this one guy that was following him around everywhere he was going. And when he cast the devils out of these people, people begin to realize that there's something different about Paul. There's something extraordinary about Paul. What's going on here? Because even the demons in hell, listen to this guy, things have changed in the city. But matter of fact, the Bible says that people wanted to make God, Paul God. They thought he might have been a God. And he said, I'm not God. I'm just here representing God. Amen. I'm just representing who he is. And the Bible tells us that when he, when he operated in the name of Jesus, strongholds were broken over people. Now listen, I know a lot of us grew up in a charismatic movement where we talk about strongholds. And we think it's just some big old demon that's got us wrapped up in a spiritual rope and we can't do nothing. We're just in a stronghold. But that's not what a stronghold is. A stronghold is not a demon. Let me help you. A stronghold is in your head. A stronghold is a thought or a conclusion that you have come to that is not true about yourself or about God. Because when you believe a lie, you behave a lie. Now I'm going to try that again. When you believe a lie, you behave a lie. Listen, you don't have to have spiritual warfare and have everybody lined up at the altar holding a plastic bag under their mouth having them throw up demons for five hours. That's the way we used to do it. But you don't have to do that, really. Because if you live in the audacious life, you got all authority. You can speak to a thing and don't have to worry about it. It's gone. If you know who you are in the kingdom. Now listen, I'm not saying that don't work. I've seen it work. I've been a part of ministries where that's worked. But why in the world would you take the long way around the mountain and spend five hours speaking in tongues and praying over somebody and casting a devil when you can spend five seconds like Jesus did? Come out of them. What's your name? Legion, come out. What do you want us to go? Into pigs. Okay. 
That's my idea of spiritual warfare. Nah, come on now. I don't want to offend your sensibilities about church. But sometimes we give the devil a whole lot more glory than the devil deserves. I, like, I, like, I was just telling somebody this morning, I like the way Smith Wigglesworth handled it. He's sleeping in bed one night, and the bottom of his bed started bouncing off the floor. Bam, 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 bam. He sat up and looked in the bed, and the devil was standing at the foot of his bed. And he said, oh, it's just you. Rolled over and went back to sleep. That's audacious. Strongholds were broken. And the city was captivated by miracles. Captivated by the move of God, the demonstration of power that was going on. When you read Acts chapter 19, verse 20, this is what it says. So the word of the Lord grew mightily and prevailed. Mm. That living word that's on the inside of you, it grows mightily and it prevails. The only time the word don't prevail in your life is when you don't use the word in your life. It's when you use your own stuff. When you think you know better. Uh, half the time when we go through something, we don't even go to the Lord first and we don't go to the Word first. We call everybody and let everybody know on Facebook what we're going through and we want everybody to pray for us when really we got everything we need on the inside of us to come through. I'm looking for a day that when we check our Facebook pages, everybody's just grateful and being thankful for all the miracles that are going on in their life. Not complaining about how everything went wrong and somebody said this and somebody did that and I, I feel bad here and will you pray for me there and pray for me there. I like to see somebody get on and say, Lord, I'm thankful that you did a miracle on my mom today. It ain't manifested yet, but it's about to happen because I got the living word of God living in me and that word is sharper than a two-edged sword. One translation says it this way. It says the word of God became robust. I like that word. That was like a nice can of coffee. Yeah. Robust. Now you open up a nice fresh thing of coffee that, it, that you just grind it up. You, everything comes alive on the inside. You ain't even got to drink the cup of coffee. You just smell it and everything. I got some coffee people. Come on, amen. He said the word of God become robust. It become powerful. And watch this. I love this. And it says... And nothing could withstand its force. He said, Star Wars invented the force. Oh, no, it don't. It was in the Word of God first. Mm. May the force be with you. Huh? That's the Word of God. See, there ain't nothing new under the sun. George Lucas didn't come up with the force. The Word of God is the force. Come on, Amen. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 11.30 a.m. right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981, and ask for your free copy of The Love of the Father pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. 
See you next time on The Revealing Truth. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. The Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, Realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly serve the United States Marine Corps, and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach, and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, a first-time home buyer, or an investor, letting an experienced professional with a proven track record could make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Training us up in the way we should go. Consider a school where children learn to love, where learning is inspired, reading is an adventure, where pupils have time for creativity, math, and logic, where respect is modeled like please and thank you, where truth is taught along with history and literature, where innovation and leadership are fostered as college and careers are planned. That's the future of a Golden Rule Academy pupil. Learn more at goldenruleacademy.net. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.